Hey guys, welcome back to the Radiant Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Chapman, and today I have Lauren of The Letter Magazine joining me, and she is just so fabulous. You'll notice that we might have chatted about the word trend, which is the former name of her publication. So I just want to be clear when we're chatting about that. That is now The Letter, and I'm so excited to have Lauren joining me. She is an amazing entrepreneur and leader and truly lives out community over competition. We could easily be competitors in this industry and we are, but you know what? That has not inhibited our friendship and she has been one of the most supportive friends I have in this business since the beginning. I'm so excited to have her on today. Welcome, Lauren. We're so excited to have you on the Radiant Podcast. Oh my gosh. I am just so thrilled and blessed. And I just love you so much, Kelsey. I mean, this is, for those of you listening, this is the podcast for you. It is absolutely amazing. And I'm just so honored to be here. I am honored to know you seriously. So obviously, um, I'm sure a ton of our listeners will know this, but you run Trend Magazine. Tell us about it. Tell us how you got started, your story, how you segued into that from you know, your day job previous to this, I would love for you to just start by sharing your story today. Oh, definitely. I, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy where, how this all transpired. I, back when I was 15 years old, I was in a woman of God class and shout out to my teacher, Mrs. Clay, who was just Mm -hmm. absolutely the most amazing woman ever. Uh, and she really, truly inspired my life. And we had to create this book. It was a princess book. And we had to write a letter to Jesus. We had to write a letter to our husbands and to ourselves by the time we were 25 years old. And I listed all of the things that I wanted. I, I wanted to have my own apartment and my own cute dog and be engaged all by the time I was 25. And then one of the things that I wrote down was that I wanted to have my own publication. And I didn't realize that I had written this down when I was 15 until years later when I, it was a year after I started Trend Magazine, I found this book again and I saw what I had written down. And that to me would just, you know, spoke so much because this has been in my heart to do for the longest time. So, um, that's the whole way that I started this is when I stopped, I had stopped going to college. I worked, I kind of got to a place of, you know, what do I want to do in life? Um, and then what had happened was, is I, you know, I always talk about how I feel like God kind of just put this thought into my head, like a light bulb. And I was saying, you know, I wanted to inspire people. I wanted to share people's stories, but I, I wanted to do more than just a blog. I wanted it to be on a huge platform. And then that's when the publication popped up into my head. And kid you not, it was, I'm such a fast paced type of person. So typically when I have an idea, I create it within the next day. And that's what I did with trend. I pitched it to a couple of my friends. I created my team within a week. I came up with the name within two days and then we launched it within a month and it has just been going ever since. Wow. You are a wild woman. You <laughs> you decided on this in a day. In a day. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I'm amazed. Man, no wonder we're soul sisters. Seriously, <laughs> I'm the same way. But so how did you find your team? You know, you have this incredible team of women who help you put together trend each month. And you do such a good job of um taking it step by step, but doing big things. Like I would love for you to share how you 
um, really brought this team of people together to kind of help produce this amazing um, publication and kind of share what's next for you guys. Oh, thank you so much. They are, I mean, they're just magical. I'm constantly telling them how magical they are. It's 40 women. They, I, um, it definitely wasn't all in one sitting. I mean, I started out with just four girls and the four girls that I found were my friends. You know, I feel like when you want to do something, you definitely, and to the level of what I wanted to do it, I couldn't do it alone. So I really reached out to my friends who were also passionate about what I was talking about and still to the same, I mean, everyone, it's all volunteer based. So everyone, you know, works for free and it's all because they have passion for it and they have love for it and they believe in it. And so when I reached out to my friends, it was really just a, okay, I know this may sound like a really crazy, insane idea, but would you help me with this? And they were like, yeah, for sure. You know, I was shocked by their response because to volunteer to do, I mean, back in the beginning, there was so much work. I mean, you're starting from nothing. This was just an idea. And so it was such a, a lot of me to ask, you know, for help because I'm just, I'm not really that type of person to ask for help. You know, I, I like to do everything on my own, but I realized that at the capacity of what I wanted this, I couldn't. And so they came on and then eventually down the line, you know, we started to put out to the world, like, Hey, like, do you want to be a part of this team? Do you want to do this job and that job? And it was just like a floodgate of just love and passion. And yes, I want to be a part of this. And I'm to this day, I'm so shocked. I mean, we, we have had people from Australia working for us. We've had people from Canada, New York, uh, South Carolina, California, Virginia, Chicago. I mean, just these women are from all over the place and they still have their, you know, their daily jobs and everything, but they dedicate so much hard work and time to this. And I guess this is the really the way that you, if you are looking to try to build a team or even a tribe of people to really back you and cheerlead for you or help you, it, you have to find people that have that same passion that you have for your project or, or for your business or, you know, for whatever you're doing, because that just makes the biggest difference. I've realized with everybody that we've been through and that we're now kind of in a settled team right now. Um, it's all women from all walks of life, but we all have the same mission. And the mission is to uh, spread so much love and inspiration through trend. And that just really makes an overall difference. And as far as where we're going to go, I can't even tell you because <laughs> I didn't even imagine, you know, being where we are right now. And I, I feel like where I want to go with this is I just want to reach as many people in the world as possible. I mean, there's billions of people in the world and I just want to share the message of living creatively, which is just truly being real in, in who you are and real in your life and, and sharing your passions and encouraging others to do the same. And I think as long as we're spreading that message and however we spread it, then we're really doing um, what we love to do. Yeah, I think y'all are doing such a great job with that. I mean, how how have you found it to be sharing your baby? So this is your baby, and I think a lot of our listeners probably have something that is their baby. And at some point, you get to a place where you have to um, let others help you, or you're going to be crippled and you'll not be able to move forward. So how... Um, did you choose people to share your baby with? Obviously it was your friends, but um, how did you navigate that? Was it hard? Do you oh, find your, I'm a control freak. <laughs> you? 
I know because oh, that's a perfect question. Yes, because I am now, I am super territorial of my work and of course of trend because you're right, it is my baby. Um, I think the level of trust, even the trusting of to let people in on emails or, you know, when we were talking to um, companies or partnerships that were huge and to really have the trust in people that one, they're going to represent trend very well Two, that they're going to take care of it. Like you would want to take care of it. And three, just the responsibility of everything. It is, I, I use, I think that's probably one of the hardest things that I found and to really, um, uh, to really navigate that. I think that I just had to put trust first and until you know, there was a reason of not trusting, you know, it's really, it's a risk at the end of the day, because again, it is your baby. But at the same time, if you choose the right people, and again, it has to be people who you really feel, I always listen to my gut through interviews, you know, our interview process was always one, they would send in a bio about themselves and everything. We would, it's funny to say it out loud, but we would stalk them on social media to kind of see, you know, what they're putting out there. And then we would have, we have a sit down conversation and just really listening to your gut on who you want to surround yourself with and who you connect with. Um, and I do that with everybody, not just my team, but also features as well. And so that just really, truly helped. Now, you know, there were plenty of situations where, you know, sometimes it just didn't work out, but I think that is just a process of building a team is that you have to be open and you have to go ahead and leave that trust out there um, and just keep, you know, you still keep eyes on everything, but that's just, you know, that's just a part of building. And, um, but yeah, that, that has definitely been one of the hardest things to do. And I, I, um, but I've learned that at the end of the day, um, as long as I'm listening to my gut and as long as I, I feel the same passion that I have in somebody else, then it's a lot easier to trust people when they, you have them on your team. Absolutely. What would you say, how would you navigate situations where your trust has been broken or where it didn't work out? Like I'll be the first to say that shoot, I've sat in on some great counseling sessions because something didn't work out and it Mm -hmm. shook me as a leader. Um, And that's really hard, but it's inevitable. Um, But I don't know that you're ever prepared for it. And inevitably, someone's going to leave or something's not going to work. And um, working through that can be hard, but I think encouraging, you know, our listeners who may be in the middle of a situation like that, Mm -hmm. um, how did you navigate situations where it didn't work out? How did you um, encourage yourself in those moments? With humbleness and grace. (laughs) Um, You know, because I've had, there was one situation where, you know, she was really trying to self-promote through what we were doing. And that, I mean, we have a no tolerance for that just because, um, you know, we, we want everybody to feel, um, like they have opportunities through trend, but not to use trend as an opportunity. And we've had a situation like that. We've had situations where, um, it was more so of a, of a power thing They they wanted a high title and, what I try to do in that, what I've learned to do, because 
you know, the first time that it happens to you, you're like, oh my gosh, like, I cannot believe this. And you just really get into a frenzy and you're just like, you know, um, and it really hits very personal. And especially if you are close to the person that I think that's another balance too, is really where do you find the line between, since everybody's working volunteer, you feel like, okay, I kind of have to be super nice, but at the same time, it's a business and you have to be a leader. I always say that, you know, at the end of the day, even though you might be in a volunteer stage, that it's still an opportunity for them. So you still have to treat it like if they were getting paid, because this is your business, this is your baby. And you are, no matter what, even if they are super passionate about it, you're going to hustle harder than everybody else because it's your thing. And so the way to navigate um, people who, you know, it just doesn't work out or whatever, I would just say, definitely sit down and have a conversation. I have a zero tolerance for people speaking badly about each other through the team or for drama or anything like that. That is not, you know, I, I went to high school for four years, so that stayed in high school, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't, I have zero tolerance for anything like that. And I always try to give people the respect, even if I feel like they disrespected, you know, something or did something. And I always, I always give it the benefit of the doubt and ask them, okay, why did this happen? Or how did this happen? And really just have that conversation, even though it may be super uncomfortable, but it's needed because you know what, in life, you never know, um, where that person could be. And maybe down the road, you might be asking that person for a favor. You just, you never know. So you want to, you want to be nice and you want to be humble and you want to show grace through that. Now there's been a couple of things where I, where we've worked with features where I'm like, okay, like that just will never work again. And that's okay. We're not, we're not all meant to sing Kumbaya together all the time, you know? So, um, I just think that it's, it's better to just really deal with it head on and when it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And don't be afraid to let that person go or don't be afraid to let that person know. Because I, I do remember one example where I just, I kept switching this girl from position to position to try to make it work, to try to make it work. Because I I just didn't want to get rid of her. And it wasn't because I didn't want to get rid of her. It was because I, just, I was trying to be nice. And that's just something you can't do. I mean, if it's not working out, you just got to be upfront and honest. And But you can be upfront and honest in a positive way, you know? So, but yeah, that's such a, it's such a hard question. Cause I'm, I'm still, still figuring out how to deal, how to balance with that and everything. But I just think that's the best way to do is just to have that full on conversation. And at the end of the day, make the best decision for you and your brand. And just like that person's going to make the best decision for them. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, I'm still navigating these things too. And it's always a learning process. It can be really hard and really painful. Um, but I think, you know, any, any leader is going to have to figure out how to navigate this stuff. And so um, for me, even when we moved states for our church, um, they set very clear expectations up front of, and we've been in ministry. We moved to do ministry at this church and they set very clear expectations up front of, hey, like we start every single person who volunteers off cleaning toilets and we clean toilets because people's lives are a lot messier than a toilet bowl. So if you're not willing to serve in the mundane and the not fun positions, then there's really not a place 
on the stage or somewhere else here at church. And, and that really set the tone um, for kind of how I even run Radiant. Obviously, there's no toilets to clean, but a lot of us, even me as the um, CEO, do um, very mundane tasks. It's not fun to load Instagram posts for six hours on a Sunday. Um, but sometimes these things have to get done. And um, it's amazing to see, um, for instance, Kelly, my COO, she helps me run Radiant. The What she puts into Radiant behind the scenes when it doesn't love her back when we're both unpaid um, makes me want to pay her whatever I can one day because I've never seen someone truly... Um, be a servant leader like her. Um, and I think that's what Jesus led. Like he washed his disciples' feet. So if, as I have Kel- Kelly leading alongside me, serving with the mundane things, I can't wait to give her the most exciting positions as we grow and expand because um, most people don't love your baby like that. And uh, it's incredible when you find someone who does, but um, I think it's a great test run to see who really is all in when there are mundane tasks to be done. Yeah. Um, and there's so many, especially with the publications. So that oh, is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it looks so glossy and beautiful and fun, but there's a lot of, it's a, it's a job, you know, it's a job just like any other job. And so um, I love what you had to say on that because I find myself navigating that um, area of life at the moment. And it can be really hard, um, but really growing. And God is so cool to restore hard situations. And um, I know that every situation he can use for his good. So um, what would you say, what made you take the leap to doing trend full time? Oh, good question. <laughs> You're so okay. Great question today. Um. Oh, probably like the scariest sleep I've ever done. Um, you know, the, the leap to doing trend full time, it was both, probably both the easiest and the hardest thing I ever did because for one, you know, I, uh, I have never, and I've had, a, I've had a few jobs, whether it be in retail, I was also a social media manager at a radio station And I was just always, I would be happy to get the job, but then I would always be unhappy in the job, you know? And I, it would be something where it was just for the money and I cannot stand doing anything just for the money. Like if, if money wasn't an object, I feel like we would have so many more creative people in the world, you know, doing more of what they love, you know? And, uh, the, the, I guess the decision, you know, it was really more so of a, I, I realized that again, at the capacity of where I wanted trend to be and all the things that I wanted to do and all of my personal dreams, I, I just felt like, you know what, my parents are backing me and they will help me and thank God for that. And let me just try this and do this and just see what happens. So I really gave myself, I'm like, okay, so for a year, I'm going to do this, you know, without having a side job, I'm just going to put my all into trend and all into my personal brand that I want to grow. And I just, I'm just going to see what happens. And, um, it was, it's scary because it's not, you know, you don't have a regular income and you, it makes you work even harder I, what you're trying to do at the same time also makes you worry more and have more anxiety about it. 
but I think it was just my own personal push because I felt like, you know, this is what I want to do. And I don't want to make a plan B for it. And I want to make this work and I need to give it my all to try to make it work. And, uh, it, it's now grown to a point where I'm like, I don't even know how I would have a second job right now. (laughs) I don't know how that would have worked, you know? And I just, I give so much kudos to people who do have two and three and four jobs while trying to do something that they still love. I mean, it is insanely amazing. And I just, uh, I feel like with me personally, it was just, uh, I just want to, go after it and do it and see if I can make this thing fly. And, um, thus far I'm, you know, I'm so excited for what it's turning into and I want to push harder and more. And it's just, yeah, it was more so of a personal decision and really a push to myself. And typically too, I mean, the way that I work is when someone tells me like, cause I've, I've had people saying like, Lauren, like, I don't know if it's going to work out or whatever. I'm a type of person where when someone tells me I can't do something, it makes me want to do it even more. I mean, it just makes me want to just like, you know, just go for it. Like everything, even back in high school and college, people told me that I couldn't be, you know, doing basketball because I was way too much of a girly girl. And then I made um, the varsity team and just things like that. Like I, I'm just a person where I just want to prove like in Matthew 1926, you know, it's with, with any, like anything is really truly possible with God, anything. And I, I just, I, that's always been my, I guess, what you, mantra (laughs) or, you know, motto. And, um, that's just something that I've always, I've always had. So yeah, it was definitely just a personal decision. And I feel like when you are doing something that you love, that God will open up every door or window possible and you just got to run with it. So what do you, how do you respond to the people who don't believe in you? And obviously you have a great home team of people who do. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, your parents are so supportive, which is amazing. I have um, incredible parents too that like literally told me I could do whatever I want. And I believed it. And it's kind of shocking to me when some people don't believe in themselves. Cause I, I didn't realize that um, that's not the case for everyone. Not everyone is raised to think they could like, dream outside of the box. Um, and so how, how do you respond to the people who don't believe in you? Because it can be really humbling and, and kind of like, why don't you see what I see? You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's, I feel like the people who, who don't see it or who don't understand it, those are the people that still have limitations on their thoughts. Um, Steve Harvey, which is my favorite man, one of my favorite men on this earth. Um, he, one day he said on a show, you know, write down, um, at least a hundred things that you want to do with no limitations, no nothing, you know, just write down a hundred things that you want to do. And by the time I got to maybe number 20, it, it became really hard because you start to think, outside the box, like you said, you start to think of things like, Oh, like, what if I did this? Just without, if you couldn't fail, if you couldn't have any limitations, what would you do? And for the people who don't see what you see or who kind of come at you negatively, I feel like those are the people that still have the limitations and they're not thinking outside the box and they want you to stay within what they think your limitations are. But guess what? we don't have limitations. I think we only put limitations on ourselves. I feel like we are, we can do anything that we put our minds to and we, and you know, and whether that comes from your parents or your friends or your coworkers or even within yourself. And 
to start to believe that, I feel like that is one thing as an exercise that you should start doing is just writing down things because there's so much power in words and and in mood boards and everything like that or dream boards. And um, you really start need to, you know, envision what you want to do and start to make the decision to go after it and just to see what happens. Because I, I feel like that is, um, that's one of the things that just stops ourselves so much is the fact that we're afraid to fail or we're afraid that, you know, it's not going to work out. And I'm like, you know, if we didn't have that, that fear, then we would probably go after it, you know? So, um, that's just kind of how I combat that. But I mean, there's always going to be naysayers and people and they may be even naysayers because maybe they're jealous or maybe they're they're like well how can you do that but I can't and I think at the end of the day you know besides us doing what we love we should be encouraging others to do the same and if I can encourage somebody or inspire somebody through my actions besides just my words then I feel like that is one of the fulfillments in life that I have in my heart and I feel like more people need to have because um you know, people see that when people see, um, beautiful, you know, bosses or creatives like you or like anybody who is really going after their dreams, it's, um, I feel like it it holds so much more weight than just somebody talking about it, you know? And, um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of where that needs to come from. And, and plus to use for anybody who is, I'm so adamant about that. I could talk about this the whole day, but for anybody who is telling you no, that should fuel your fire to to not just make them say yes, but to understand that it is a yes and to understand that you can do this. Like it, and I um that's the whole even purpose of trend is just really proclaiming that and yelling at, you know, that is that you can do this. It is possible no matter what. I've I've heard so many stories from so many people that you would just never think that they would do whatever they did and they did. And so just to remember that possibility is there. I feel feel like that's the first step into realizing that into going after your dreams. Well, you do such a great job of that. I mean, I have to commend you because honestly, like when we first met, we were a, a feature in, in trend and then all of a sudden, nine months later, we decide, I'm, I decide I'm going to start a magazine too. And you could have felt territorial or threatened or like there's not enough room for us, even though you clearly had a more established platform, but still you could be like, man, now she's a competitor, not a friend. And you have done such a good job of linking arms and truly living out what you believe, which a lot of people say one thing, but not everyone lifts it. And you do such a good job of living out your core values, even when it's hard. Um, and so I'm just like honored to know you because you really do live what you believe um, and really do a great job of cheering so many people on. Like I seriously just think you're incredible. So you guys, you guys have to keep up with what Lauren's doing because you know she has her own website. She has trend magazine. Um, and it's just really cool. So Lauren, you do a little web design on the side, right? Where could people check your stuff out because they may need a website. Yes, no, definitely. Um, yeah, you can actually, if you head over to my Instagram, I have the link right there. It's actually on the trend store. It's, um, website styling. And basically what, you know, we do is, um, we really try to cater what you need as far as, 
um, you know, a template goes. And um, I, something that I love, I, tr- I say it's kind of like HGTV. So basically, you know, you send in, hey, like I need a website. What platform do you want? What kind of style are you looking for? And we find the templates and then we build it for you. And um, that's definitely like a little project that I'm, you know, starting up. And I, um, I also too want to say, you know, Kelsey, I like, and for everybody listening, Kelsey is such, and I love, I love people like this. I love people who have such a wholesome heart and who just really have a love for people and their dreams. And I'm going to use the word radiant because Kelsey just radiates that. And I am just so honored to be on here. I'm so proud of you with Radiant Magazine. And, you know, I, um, like I told you before, when I, I feel like sometimes I'll, I'll see people start projects and everything. And I can always tell when something's going to be really incredible and amazing. And I know Radiant Magazine already is that. And it's going to continue to be that. And for any of you who are, you know, wanting to start a publication, wanting to, you know, even start anything. Um, I just truly encourage you to do that. Like, don't just like say it, actually do it. And, um, I'm also going to be hopefully launching an e-course next year about that. And just really the story and journey along trends, the things I haven't really said that's happened and everything that I've learned. And, um, it's just something that it's mind blowing that you can take an idea in your head and actually make it come true. And I feel like Kelsey, you have done that to the fullest extent. And I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. You are so encouraging. Seriously. I wish we lived in the same place. Can we just I move? <laughs> I know. Like we would get coffee like every day. Every day. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, I think I can't wait for your e-course. A, I will be taking it because I'm like an e-course junkie. Um, and B, I seriously, like everything you do is excellent. And so um, seriously, guys, if you need a website, um, this is your girl because um, she really has an eye. She really um, is able to bring your dreams to life and also encourage you in that process because look at what she's done with her own dreams. I'll be the first to say I have looked to her for so much encouragement during um during me pursuing my own dreams. Like it's been a whirlwind of a year and it's nice to find your business besties because um, you need them. You need people um, that kind of get what you're doing. So who would, how would you say um, you've navigated that? I think I've used the word navigated 300 times. (laughs) You know, how would you say you've navigated making friends in the online community that become real friends? Because I, I think it's so vital to have people who don't think it's your fun little side hobby and they really believe in what you're doing and, and not just believe because we've got our family and our core group of friends, but it's amazing to, to build friendships like the ones we've built together. And I'm sure you have many more um, because they just get the grind that comes with launch and launching your own things and the preparation behind it, all that jazz. You know, I think just being, being able to put your walls down because that's something that I, you know, that I tend to struggle with because when, so when you first meet somebody, um, typically it is so surfacey because you just kind of have a guard up, right? Cause you're like, I don't know this person, you know, I'm not, unless you're the type of person that just kind of spills everything out about your life, you know, you're just kind of like, Oh, Hey, look, how are you? You know, it kind of starts out super high pitched tone and you have your walls up and everything. And I think when you can, um, actually something that Jenna Kutcher talked about, when you can 
put down your walls and really have a relatability to you and really just talk more so about, you know, your, your struggles and, and just be more real, you know, cause I feel like we kind of have this idea of, Oh, she has it all together. Or she's doing all this stuff. And she's, you know, we put these everybody up on such a high platform. And so when then they talk about, Oh, Hey, actually, no, like I, I don't have this together. I'm struggling with this. It's a shock, you know? And so yeah. I feel like we can, yeah, I feel like if we can be more real with each other and just kind of upfront, like, you know, I actually need help with this. Like, do you know of something I actually want to know about more so about what you're doing and everything and just really take that competition out of it. Take the, take, stop thinking that, you know, everything is, is perfect with, with people. I mean, I know people have beautiful Instagrams, but guess what? That's just a moment captured, you know, and there's just so much more to people than just what you see. And I feel like if we can understand that and if we can really come at each other with a relatability and an understanding, then it will just create such a beautiful thing. Because to me, if you can, you don't know, whatever you say, you have no idea who you're going to inspire and you could inspire the next president. You could inspire the next person who's going to just create this multi-million dollar company. I mean, you just, you never know. So we always need to be encouraging with our words and really just um, uplift each other because, you know, it, I just feel like as, especially as women creatives or just creatives in general, that that needs to be one of our things that we're doing on the daily because um, together we can do so much more than alone. Girl, <laughs> preach. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you know, I can preach like all day <laughs> with you. I mean, seriously, you can go so much further as it, you just said it. You can go so much further together than you could ever go alone. Um, and I, I really, I really am inspired because you really do live that. Um, and that has been so valuable in my life too. Um, and, and we each lead teams of people that help our dreams come to life. So we get it. Like, we have to live that out because our dreams wouldn't come to life without our teams. Mm -hmm. um, you know, trend, radiant, um, exists because other people do believe in it and partner with us. And partnering is so valuable and so important. Um, I wanted to ask, do you have a mentor? Do you, have you, or over time, have you had different mentors? What does that look like for you? Um, you know what? Um, uh, earlier who I mentioned, Mrs. Clay, uh, Mrs. Clay and Mr. and Mr. Gideon, they're my two teachers from high school. And I would say probably those have been my biggest mentors. I, you know, Mrs. Clay, gosh, I, you know what, to be honest, Kelsey, you really need to be interviewing her as well because yeah. she is, she is the most real, uh, I guess, just real person I've ever met in my entire life. Like she she really just tells us how it is because, you know, with teachers, I mean, you kind of get a stamina of, you know, how they're going to be. And sometimes even with Bible teachers, you know, but she's just so real and she's so relatable and she, she gets it. And she's really just been my go-to with, you know, she's the type of person where you don't have to say anything. She just knows. And she knows exactly what advice to give without giving too much or without seeming like, um, like a hierarchy. Like, you know, I know more than you type of thing. Right. And yeah, she just understands it. And she's just, she's impacted my life such with, uh, such positivity and so many life lessons. And, um, yeah, I just absolutely, absolutely love her. And then my teacher, Mr. Gideon, he, uh, he was my computer teacher and he was the one who actually taught me 
you know, all the background that I have in computers and websites and InDesign and Photoshop and all that stuff. And, um, you know, without him, I don't even know how I would have <laughs> put any of this together. Uh, and it was funny because, you know, when I was taking the classes in high school, I never would have thought I would be using it for this, but he, and he has been so supportive with this publication and just so proud. I actually spoke in his class a couple months ago and, um, all of the kids in there, he was teaching a middle school class and they all about, I guess, knew about the magazine and, that was my first time I ever actually signed autographs. How crazy. <laughs> like they were, they were so, they were the sweetest kids ever. And they, they were just so in awe of, you know, trend and everything and, and the people that we had in trend. And um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was the most amazing thing, but those have definitely been, you know, as far as teachers goes, as my mentors, but as far as recently, I, I really, as I guess as weird as this sounds, you know, I really find inspiration through people on my team and through my family and my, my close friend, Felicia, who's, you know, just absolutely incredible. And I just, I really try to find the, the inspiration or the, um, knowledge through people that are already a part of my tribe. And especially even you too, who's opened my eyes to so many things and been so encouraging and such a cheerleader. And yeah, I just, I really find that type of mentorship through that. And I feel like no matter how old you are, no matter where you are in life, you can always teach somebody something that they didn't know or share inspiration or, you know, share kindness or anything like that. It, it can really um, change your life in, in many different ways and even in ways that you probably don't see it right now, but down the road. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I love, like you can learn something from anyone. And I think people need to realize that sometimes people think, you know, um, people either have an inferiority complex or a superiority complex, but really you can truly learn something from anyone. And um, that might be someone you meet, a stranger you meet in the grocery store or someone on your team, a mentor, whoever, your parents your friends, your peers, um, people not in your field at all. And so I love um, what you said right there. I, in college, I was like diehard about my mentors and they were so impactful to my life. I would just like see something in a woman and be like, will you be my mentor? Um, And I haven't (laughs) been able to find that so much in Colorado just because I don't know as many people, but the ones that I've had in my life have been life-changing and impactful. And now I get to learn um, from my peers and the people who I do have surrounding me. Um, so as we move on to the next segment, if you could share one thing with our listeners who may be starting their own business or their own pursuing their dreams or taking a leap of faith out of their day job or staying in their day job and, you know, starting something on the side, what would you say? Oh, um, gosh, there's like so many things to say, you know, <laughs> I think that something that my, uh, my best friend Felicia pointed out to me that really speaks true to, to what you just asked when now this was, this was when I, I moved back to my hometown. This was right before I started trend and, uh, we were out doing like a photo shoot or something. And I found this, this is so like middle school, but it, it means so much. I found this field and it was a gorgeous field, but there was a sign. It was like, oh, you know, this is private property, this and that. And we were just so disappointed because I'm like, oh my gosh, this would be perfect. And then I saw a phone number. I'm like, you know what? Let me just call 
And my friend Phyllis was like, no, like they're probably going to say no. And I'm like, yeah, but let me just go for it. Let me just call. So I called the guy up and I explained what we were doing. And he was like, oh yeah, like for sure, go ahead, you know? Um, and we were just so excited. And from that, that tiny little moment, I just realized, you know what? I'm just, from now on, I'm anything that I like think of or any type of idea or just asking, I'm just going to go for it. Like, I'm just going to ask, I'm just going to do it. And let me tell you from, from being in the position of just really doing the things that I felt like people expected of me to do or, or kind of following the trend of college job, this and that, and just really always really being afraid of people saying no or people not liking me and all this stuff. That moment of me getting that yes to that field for that photo shoot, ever since then, I have just tried to knock down any type of fear like that. And it has changed my entire life. Like that, there is no way that I would be doing all that I'm doing right now if I hadn't had that mentality. So if you are in a business or started a business or wanting to start a business or in a day job that you may love, but you want to move up or you may quit because you want to start something new, I cannot share enough, preach enough, shout to the rooftop of saying, just make the decision and be like Nike and do it because it can change your entire life when you want to make those type of decisions and having fearlessness and courageousness in that. And you have no idea what God can do with that and how your life can just completely change around to something that you didn't even imagine. We have dreams for a reason. I mean, it's not like, you know, we're just going to have dreams to have dreams. And it's not like we're going to just have passions and loves just because of it. Like there's a reason for that. There's a reason why you know, you wake up in the morning and the things that you are doing for free that you could potentially turn into a career, into a business, into, you know, really the love of your life or one of the loves of your life. And, um, yeah, that, that to me is just the the best thing to do is that just to make that decision to do it and to, and to keep doing it. And if you have like what the trend, you know, I was, I've been doing trend for two years now and just after two years, we just made it to our first store. Now, given, you know, it, with no background in having a publication, no educational background in this at all, you know, it's something where I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow, but it can happen. Like, it may take two years, it may take five. But the thing is, though, when you work that hard at something, something will happen. It just will. So you just have to believe in that for sure. Seriously? I think everyone needed to hear that today. What things that you're loving at the moment? Any books? Any podcasts? Any any um, artists? I mean, teachers. You name it. Like I know, I know you know things that I don't know, and I'm always eager to hear what our guests have to say because I'm taking notes. Yes. No. Definitely. Okay. So let me start with books. I have been loving. It's called Bliss by Shay Mitchell. And it's all about, it's about these, uh, I think four girls and they're, they're trying to find their bliss in life. And it really, first it takes place, um, where it's kind of like the end of their high school years. And then it jumps, I think about four or five years in, 
And you kind of just travel through like all of their lives and just all of their journeys to finding their bliss. And it is so beautifully written and so relatable. And that's really um, kind of where I feel like I am in my life is just really finding my bliss and, and pursuing that. So that really speaks volumes to me. Um, as far as music goes, I am all now I'm always on Spotify, <laughs> like always, always, always. And, uh, one of my favorite songs right now, it's called, um, the September song It's by JP Cooper. And I just, I'm really more so into like the indie coffee shop type of music. It's amazing when you're, you know, working and listening oh, to yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, I also, I always love the chain smokers as well. Um, Graham Colton, um, is amazing artist. Um, he has incredible music. Uh, as far as now I'm super excited. I don't know. Kelsey, do you watch Gilmore Girls? Um, okay. So I'm not on the Gilmore Girls train, but I, I do recognize its value and the sentiment behind it. I, I think I watched it too late and it felt dated by the time I watched it, but I know that's like like the abominable sin in <laughs> the love of Gilmore Girls. But maybe one day I'll jump on the train and I might watch this, you know, new launch that's happening, what, Friday. Well, this will air after it's launched. But I know that I, I've thought about watching it just because I do love both of those actresses and I kind of know the general idea of Gilmore Girls. But yeah, are you are you ready for it? Oh my gosh. I am just, you know, I'm a diehard fan. That's something that I used to watch every day after school. My sister can't stand the show because I would make her watch it with me all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh my gosh, I am so in love. Like the, just the verbiage between the mother and daughter is one of my favorite things because I'm also a fast talker and I just love all of, I used to study all of the vocabulary words that they would use and all the book references and movie references and just, you know, I just wanted to be in the series and I, I absolutely love it. I also love um, How to Get Away with Murder. My boyfriend and I just yeah. we started watching that series. Incredible. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. I'm in deep, girl. I love it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. It's, it's, well, you can't look away. I mean, it's just you have to watch the next episode and the next one and the next one. It's incredible. And something that I love that TV is doing right now, they're really bringing back all of like the good 90 shows. Like, um, I know they are, they're bringing back reruns of Lizzie McGuire. They're bringing back a, Pin- a princess diaries three, what? which I'm so, yeah, I'm so psyched. I am so psyched. That's my favorite movie of all time. And they're also bringing back that. So Raven They're they already brought back full house, but yeah, they're the nineties are coming back. I'm, I'm pumped. Hey, I'm all in there too. <laughs> Unashamedly. You know what? After working on a computer or my phone all day, it's real. It's a great way to relax. And some people would consider it as a it rots your brain, but I unashamedly love it. <laughs> yes, plus too, listening to the Radiant Magazine podcast is like one of my favorite things. Oh, so. thank you. I love podcasts. I listen to other podcasts all the time. So if you have any other suggestions, girl, you send them my way. I know. And you know what? This is, I mean, yours was the first that I ever listened to. How I feel like, I feel like it's so bad. Cause I'm like, I've never listened to podcasts before. So yours was the very first. Um, I do know Jenna Kutcher just launched hers. So yay. I, I love her. Love checking and, her. Um, yeah. And like, I'm going to have to get into more because I just, I think this is 
you know, such a, such an, another incredible way to reach people and, you know, something that you can do. Cause I, I was listening to your podcast while I was working the other night and, um, it's just something that you can just, you can listen in and, and you can get inspired. And, uh, it's just something that's easy that you can listen to in your car, on the grocery store. You know, it's funny. I always, I always have my headsets on when I'm shopping in the grocery store because it seems like it's such an easier process that way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, no, I love it. I absolutely love it. I love to grocery shop with podcasts. I love to um, work certain, certain tedious things I can work. Sometimes I love silence when I work. Um, and then I really, like, I since I work from home, um, sometimes it's really hard for me to separate work and life. So I'll go for a drive at the end of the day and listen to a podcast and just drive through the mountain areas. And it's so peaceful. Like, I just really enjoy that. So Rachel, where can everyone find you and where can they find Trin, your personal Instagram, all that? Because I know we will have plenty of people who want to connect with you. Yeah. So they can find me, we personally at, um, Lauren Tay is at a L A U R N T A Y on Instagram, on Twitter, on Pinterest. Oh, there's like too many social medias <laughs> and, um, also on Snapchat. Um, and then for trend, they can, um, find trend at all things trend on Instagram, Pinterest, and also on Twitter as well. And Facebook. Uh, but yeah, you can guys just follow along and I just, I really, you know, would love to connect and be friends. And, um, I just, I'm, I'm so obsessed. Probably my favorite too is definitely Instagram and Facebook. So I feel like that is where you can really see tons of videos and photos and really just dive into people's lives, which is something I'm passionate about. So, um, yeah, I would definitely love to be friends on there for sure. Well, I'm sure everyone is pumped to connect with you and you guys will want to follow her and follow along with what she's doing because she's the coolest. Lauren, we're so excited to have had you today. I can't wait for this to go live. Oh, thank you so much. I know, me too. And for you all listening, seriously, you are listening to the right podcast because this is amazing. <laughs> and Kelsey, so, so, so much. I am so honored. You're amazing. Lauren Awesome, I'm so excited you got to join us for our conversation. As always, you can find us at radiantmagazine.org, on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter. Please be sure to check out our links because we love chatting with you on social media. And if you love this podcast, please be sure to leave a review as it allows us to get seen and discovered by new faces and new friends each and every week. If you love the song, check out Kayla on iTunes. And as always, it's produced by Christian Sager. Thanks again. See you next week. Money. Sometimes it's hard to make it all add up. Thankfully, as part of your Microsoft 365 subscription, Money in Excel makes managing your finances a bit easier. Keep track of all your accounts in one place to help reach your financial goals. See how much you spent online last week. Set up a personalized budget. Get alerts about due payments and save for a rainy day as you stay on top of it all with Money in Excel. Buy now at Microsoft365.com slash budget. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360-degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving.